on a fateful day, a front-end loader operator and an inspector's lives would intertwine. What a day it would be. Now, if you are interested in workplace construction and industrial-related accidents, failures, or insane stories, then this is the podcast you need to be listening to. So do us a favor. Weld, grind, or cut that subscribe button, which means click it, follow us, like us, whatever. So you can be notified when we upload a new episode, which will be once a week. Please help make someone else's day safer by sharing our content. Hopefully someone out there can hear these stories and be inspired to slow down, speak up, pay closer attention to, change, or even bring to a halt certain circumstances out there on a job site that are possibly creating dangerous or even fatal situations. Also, we'd like to know that Terror on the Clock is brought to you by our good friends over at RHTC. For over 20 years, RHTC has provided training for mobile cranes, overhead cranes, forklift, aerial work platforms, rigging and signal person. OSHA requirements are in the forefront of our training curriculum. This ensures that our instructors are qualified in the most current and relevant regulation standards. RHTC offers CCO prep courses in the following. Fixed cab, service truck, boom truck, swing cab, lattice boom, articulating boom crane and loader, tower crane, rigor level one and two, as well as signal person. All CCO training and testing, written and practical, can be accomplished at our facility. We can also accommodate off-site training and testing if necessary. RHTC provides, check this out, periodic and frequent inspections. Your stuff's got to get inspected. We take care of cranes, forklifts, etc. As required by OSHA 1910, OSHA 1926, Subpart CC, and ASME B30.5. RHTC provides inspection services for all cranes to ensure that they meet requirements of OSHA and ASME. All inspections are accomplished using trained, qualified, and certified personnel. Crane and hoist inspections include chain falls, come-alongs, monorails, chibs, overhead cranes, dock cranes, portal cranes, pillar cranes, tower cranes, mobile cranes, you name it, all the cranes. Call us, RHTC. You will not be disappointed. RHTC Incorporated. Give us a call, 318-330-9000. Again, 318-330-9000. Or look us up on the World Wide Web, rhtcinc.com, rhtcinc.com. For all your training, inspection, consulting needs, call us, rhtcinc.com, 318-330-9000. And now... Let's get to today's story. Allow me the pleasure of introducing your host, a man that can't be stopped, a dude that could possibly be contained, although I seriously doubt it. Here he is. Hey guys, welcome. I'm your host, Kevo. Appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much. 
as said uh, in the opener, we hope you share this. And the point of sharing this is so that maybe, just maybe, we can help create a safer workplace out there. Uh, it's very important to us, and hopefully you listening, that if you're in the industry, you work in the industry, you're a leader, you're a worker, whatever the case may be, that everyone, including you, goes home at the end of the day, every day. That is extremely, extremely important. Now, warning. There is a video out there that shows the incident that we cover in this week's story. It is a very tough and gruesome video to watch. So that should let you know that today's subject matter is as well tough and very, very uneasy to listen to. Listener discretion is advised. So on February 24th, 2019, a woman arrives at a ceramic factory. Uh, now, the woman didn't work there. Uh, she worked for an outside agency that was a quality control agency. And what, what she did for that agency was she inspected vehicles, automobiles. So company vehicles, whether it be, you know, car, pickup truck, dump truck, etc. So any vehicles owned by this company, she inspected those vehicles for your basic safety issues. You, you know, your 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 just everyday vehicle issues. Now she arrives, she enters in the front office where she informs uh, the receptionist that she was there to inspect all the company vehicles automobiles. Now, the receptionist was used to outside contractors arriving on occasion to do various things in there. Uh, people at plants are used, used to that. I'm most certain of it. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of times you have to have an appointment. Uh, but she told this lady, uh, this is who I'm with. I'm here to inspect this. The lady said, oh, of course. And uh, asked, asked, the, asked the woman that was performing the inspection, do you need anything? The inspector informed her, no, I don't. And she said, okay, no problem. Uh, I'm going to be walking around the building from the front parking lot to the back. Uh, anywhere else automobiles uh, used for company business are located. And uh, uh, I'll, if I need anything, I'll let you know. Receptionist said, no problem. I'm here. Just let me know. So the woman leaves the reception area and she heads back out to the front parking area where she inspects all the company cars, small vehicles out there. Now, via the story, I don't know. I don't know who was out there to help her. You know, I don't know who was out there to to uh, uh, help her inspect because the inspection would consist of blinkers, brake lights, hazard lights, running lights, headlights, high beams, low beams, etc., all that. Okay, so I don't know who was out there to help her. No idea. So, after a lengthy period of time, out front, she finished out there. She went back inside, past the receptionist attendant. They nodded, looked at each other, and she went out the back door. Now, once out that door, she was in a very active and hectic, very active 
and hectic area. Uh, it was called the yard. Now, if you're in and around construction, uh, industry, etc., you know yard is a is a name for an area where equipment is is stored, where equipment moves around, where where day to day activities at that site takes place. So you have at this particular yard, you had several large bulldozers, or we'll go, we'll say front end loaders. We'll call we're gonna call them front end loaders. So you had several large front end loaders, and they were moving around piles of sand. So as she walks out the door, she kind of scans the area, and she would see two front end loaders doing just that, moving large quantities of sand from two different areas, but to the same location. Off to the left, she would see a large dump truck that was used to haul sand to and from the facility, and it was stationary, so it wasn't moving. So without any hesitation and being quite confident, she walked right over to that dump truck like she had done it a hundred times. So once walking over to the dump truck, she flagged the driver down, got his attention, began talking to him, and informed him that she was the inspector there to check the vehicle, and could he please operate the vehicle uh, uh, to be uh, her assistant, if you will. So, no problem. Uh, he helps her, of course, by performing several of those functions. And at some point, she needs him to actually move the dump truck. So the inspector, she moves several feet away, several feet away from the dump truck, okay? So uh, I'm assuming she moves several feet away so she can get a good view of everything on the truck. So the inspector moves, and it would put her where she moved to, it would sort of put her in the middle, in the center of this yard working area. But more importantly was she moved right in front of a parked front end loader. Now, the bucket on this front end loader, it's a rubber tire loader, the bucket on this loader is huge. Okay, it, it is it is huge. Uh, the, it's at least, the bucket is at least four to five foot tall. So this inspector... She's a rather small woman, tiny in stature. So the bucket on this front end loader would most definitely, without a doubt, hide her. I mean, no doubt. If, if you were up in the vehicle, you probably wouldn't see her. So what happens next is all caught on security footage. While the dump truck is a few feet in front of her and is backing up at her request, the operator of that front end loader climbs into his cab, shuts the door, turns the key, cranks the machine up, and immediately lunges forward. Now, the bucket swallows the woman so basically the bucket knocks her backwards 
slamming her into that bucket. So that's what I mean by swallowing her. So the bucket swallows the woman who was probably, I can imagine, stunned as all get out. Maybe even dazed a little. Now, if she was screaming, she could not be heard because the noise level in that yard was quite high. You know, there's multiple front end loaders moving around. There's machines in the area. There's 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 dump there's a dump truck being operated. Uh, it, it's not a quiet area. It's not an area where you could just hear a lot of what's going on. So uh, she's standing and she's focusing on that dump truck. And next thing you know, she slammed into the bucket of a front end loader. Quite certainly, I could imagine, before she can even figure out what has happened and what to do next, the operator slides the bucket fiercely, I mean at a fast and heavy rate, into a large pile of sand. So now, let's take a moment and think about what is happening to this woman. So she's already been slammed into the bucket of a front end loader, knocked backwards, slammed into it, probably just cannot believe, can't even imagine what's going on here. And I, I bet she's trying to focus and look and she sees, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe she sees, oh my God, we are driving right into a pile of sand, which means, a huge portion of that sand, thousands and thousands of pounds, is fixing to be all on me. Because obviously what the front end loader operator would do was slam into the sand and tilt the bucket back, scooping as much up as he could. And she would be in that bucket. So as fast as she was knocked into and swallowed by the bucket she's rammed into a large pile of sand in which he scoops up you know, pretty hardly too i mean these drivers a lot of times whether it be dirt or sand or whatever you know they at a at, at a at faster rate of speed as they can in a short distance i mean they they get in there pretty hard to enable to, to to help get as much product as they can in their bucket. So her situation, as you can imagine, was terror. But only it, it would go right here from terror to something that you can imagine we thought was only experienced in nightmares. It would take the operator a few seconds to drive from the pile of sand where he would scoop it up as much as he could, thousands of pounds, and it would just take him a few seconds to back up, put it in forward, and drive over to a vibrating sand crusher. Now, a vibrating sand crusher does exactly what it sounds like it would do. Um, in those piles of sand, there are little pieces of rock and stone and, and, and various other things. And so 
this particular vibrating sand crusher was a top loader. So an operator would drive over to it, tilt his bucket forward, and dump all the sand he had in his bucket into that crusher. And the sand would go down, it would land in the pit, it'd go down through the throat, and it would pass by these large metal claws. And these giant, and they're vibrating. And they are literally crushing any hard particles that's in that sand. Basically turning it to dust. I mean, it's a very, very scary situation. The operator dumps his sand with the inspector in the bucket and he dumps the sand and inspector into the crusher via the top. As I said a moment ago, it was a top load. Now footage shows the inspector immediately attempting to pull herself up out of that pit, that pit in that crusher. You can see her waving for help. Now, at this point, the operator would see her. And when I tell you, he brought that front-end loader to a halt fast. I mean, to a screeching halt. And he tried to spring into action as quickly as he could. He, he brings it to a halt, jumps out of it, and begins to run toward that crusher to, of course, hit the emergency stop. And when I would say he was about halfway between his loader and the crusher, you can see, evidently, her feet, leg, clothing, shoe, something came into contact with those vibrating claws and the woman begins slowly being pulled feet first down out of sight and into that sand crusher. Now the operator is calling for people to come help quickly. And it just takes a second or two. It doesn't take but a moment for people to gather. But at that point, they realized. They realized what's happened. And they realized there is nothing they can do. She's simply gone. And nothing, nothing of this inspector remains. So now we come to the worst part of the story. And that is the what ifs. What if what if we would have and when I say we, I mean the plant, the inspector, those involved. What if 
we would have eliminated hazards. What hazards could have been eliminated? How, how, could, how could they have conducted this day to eliminate this unbelievably graphic, stick with you, never be the same tragedy? Like, how does it, what can we do? I believe that you can talk about tragedy to prevent tragedy. I believe it's necessary at times. I believe when the inspector comes in and says, I'm here to inspect vehicles, I believe, number one, you say, okay, wait here. We're going to have somebody accompany you for your duration. I believe that's one thing. I believe another thing is for her to conduct the inspection at an area where a bulldozer is not going to be operating. That's pretty important. If you ask me, that's something that we could definitely, definitely do. I believe that the operator of the bulldozer, before he climbs in, fires it up, and starts moving forward, could walk around his front end loader. Take a second, do an inspection of what's going on around him. I believe there's so many things that could be done to eliminate this. A spotter or someone accompanying that inspector to me is of the most critical things that are so simple to do. It's so simple to just put yourself, your staff, your company, uh, your workers, your crew in a situation to prevent hazards. We get complacent. We're human beings. We're going to get complacent. I tell you, I've always seen that two heads are better than one. And in a situation like this, a spotter that isn't just standing there looking at what the inspector's writing down or talking to her or whatever, but someone that is paying attention to everything going on around them so they can say, Hey, don't move that. Stop. Hey, you, don't do anything. Inspector, can you come over this way and get out of the way? There are so many things we could have done here. But the fact of the matter is, is it's too late now. Can you imagine being that front-end loader operator? I mean... We have to call it like it is. He put a person in a vibrating sand crusher. Now, he didn't know it. He didn't do it on purpose. But that doesn't bring her back. 
it doesn't make it any better. It is up to us. It is up to all of us to eliminate hazards that are simple to eliminate. To think about the long term. To think about the next step. To always be a step ahead. To, in football, they tell linebackers. They tell safeties. They, they say, keep your head on a swivel. Well, I've always said, in construction, in industry, when you work at a place where there's a lot of moving parts, there's a lot of activities going on at once, you have to keep your head on a swivel. I think it's of the utmost importance to surround ourselves with people that do just that. People that can multitask. People that can, 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 can handle multiple responsibilities at once. People that can eliminate multiple hazards at once. I sit and I think about reading that story for the first time and then I think about watching that video that I'm telling you it's one of those videos that goes well with something I say a lot, and that is, you can't unring that bell. And if you watch it, you can't unsee it. Now, you don't hear screaming, um, you don't see, you know, large amounts of blood and things like that, but I think that, in a sense, is what makes this so eerie is our imagination knows what happened. And you know there's nothing we can do. That's one of the things about watching videos sometimes is you just, you put yourself in these situations and you're like, um, you, you're, you ever found yourself yelling at the screen? Yeah. I can't imagine what that woman thought can't imagine what went through her mind. I, I cannot imagine the fear that she went through. That alone, had she been able to get out of the pit area of that crusher, that alone would have been enough to completely change her life, as well as the life of the, the operator of the front end loader. The people in the plant standing there, same thing. But now you have a, a situation where two people's lives come together in the most worst, gruesome, horrifying fashion ever. And there's nothing we can do. There's nothing that can be done. But there are so many things we could have done. And that's what we have to do. We have to stop, take a moment, Look at everything around us. We have to talk to our crew daily. We have to remind them, hey, just like yesterday, a lot of moving parts, a lot of things going on. Pay attention. Head on a swivel. Look out for others. Don't get in a hurry. As supervisors, as people in charge, as managers, as leaders, we have to remind 
our crew that as well. We can come out at times and be like, we got to go, got to go, got to go, got to go, got to go. And that, sometimes that stress of needing to do something really quick can make people forget steps, can make people forget or not pay attention to hazards. And, and we need to eliminate that. We can go out and tell people, hey, look, we, we, we got to be, we got to work faster. We got to be urgent, but let's do urgency with a purpose. That is a motto I stand by, urgency with a purpose. Not bull in a china closet, but moving quickly, but uniformed, together, not chaotic. When a front-end loader operator hops on, cranks up, goes forward, hits a woman, goes into sand, dumps her, and nobody, nobody sees anything. That's too much going on at once and nobody knowing what the, 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 the what this person's doing, nobody, I mean, that is a situation that could be prevented. Forklift, crane, front-end loader, does not, pallet jack, I don't care. Pay attention to what is going on around us. It takes a moment to change someone's existence forever. To end someone's existence. It's a bell you cannot unring. Don't be that person. I can't imagine. I truly can't imagine what the operator feels like. I can't imagine the family of the inspector. I mean, I know it may sound crass, and I know it may sound, uh, uh, I understand the severity of, of the next sentence, but there's nothing left of this woman. You know, there's not a body to say goodbye to. That's tragic. The whole situation is tragic because it could have been prevented. Are you going to prevent? Are you going to prevent a tragedy? Remember, we never know how close we are. When we're preventing things, when we're taking the moment, the time, the energy and effort to prevent hazards, we never know how close we were to something happening. We work in we all work in industries where moving parts and pieces and this and that and the other. If something's in the wrong spot, if somebody's in the wrong spot, if somebody's not looking, paying attention on their phone, or simply in a spot they don't need to be, it can get ugly. Don't allow that on your watch. Don't have to live with that. No. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for your families. To the operator, to the family of, of the inspector, Godspeed, 
And that's something for me. When I read this story, I read it the first time. I sit there for a minute. I did. Like I, for you, I don't know what it is. Okay, for me, it's faith. Yeah, I, I went to God in prayer, and I just hoped that somehow peace was found at the end of all this. I, I can't imagine. Can't imagine the situation. Okay, guys. So uh, that was uh, today's story. Okay, so listen. Pay attention, urgency, if you need it. Let's teach our staff, let's teach our fellow workers, urgency with a purpose, okay? Let's make sure everybody's paying attention. We all want to come home with our fingers, our toes, our eyes. We want to see, look, hold, talk to, communicate with our children, our grandchildren, our wives, our our husbands, our, our friends, our family. We don't want to have to make phone calls that change lives forever in a bad way. So help me. That's why we tell these stories. So share this so maybe, maybe a tragedy can prevent a tragedy. Okay, don't forget also, this Terror on the Clock is sponsored by good friends over at RHDC Incorporated. Remember, training CCO prep classes, okay, crane, uh, articulating boom, uh, but for, telehandler forklifts coming. I'm telling you, it's going to be a requirement soon. Yeah, call us. We could get you hooked up. I'm telling you, you're going to love us. I say us, them, whatever. You're going to love the staff over at RHTC. They're amazing. They're absolutely the best in the business. I'm telling you, you're talking about an accumulative uh, uh, work experience of like 150 years i figured it up last episode i said 125 when i figured it up it's like 149 years so it's a lot of experience in one building these guys are great they're honest they're not going to screw you around all right they're going to be thorough they're going to give you and your staff every tool possible knowledge wise to to so you can continue to work safely, to be safe, to make sure everyone around you is safe. They're going to give you those tools. It's up to you to go out and utilize it. It's up to you to go out and use them, utilize them, share them. Okay? You need a company like that to do that. So call our friends over at RHTC. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. 318-330-9000. Again, 318-3... Sorry, I had to hit a button. 318-330-9000. Or check them out on the World Wide Web at rhtcinc.com. Again, rhtcinc.com for training, inspection, consulting, your all-around crane, forklift, lifting, aerial work platform, whatever it is, for your equipment inspections and operator training. Call my friends over at RHTC. Tell them. Kevo from Terror on the Clock uh, said, call, okay? So, uh, you may not listen to this episode till later, but I do want to say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year from my family to yours. Uh, um, do what it takes to come home safe and see that amazing family of yours, okay? It's very important. I want to do that too. I'm going to help you do that. Share these stories Thank you. Again, 
I'm Kevo. It's been Terror on the Clock. Much love. Godspeed. Stay safe. See you next time.